Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of the Walk with Ethan Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, like usual, Ethan, and I'm with my co-host, like usual, John. How you doing, brother? Doing good. That's good. You ready to talk about wrestling for this week? Oh, yes. So, so I know Revolution is going on right now. It's supposed to be, we're supposed to, technically our, our rule is we talk about any shows on Sundays, but because it's literally going on live as we're speaking, that's going to be pushed back to Friday's show. So, yeah, we're not going to talk about Revolution on this episode, but we will on Friday. But spoiler alert, me and John are tied right now for uh, predictions. How do you feel about that, John? <laughs> Didn't that happen last time? Yeah, overall, but I mean, like right now, as our, as yeah, live coverage, right, as of right now, we're tied. Yep, sounds good to me. <laughs> You're like, yes. <laughs> Finally, not losing <laughs> yet. Keep word, brother. Yet, uh, I've got it all figured out. Watch, we'll tie. Bet you any money, I'll tell you that tomorrow. Like, hey, buddy, we tied. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Hey, now, we're making up so far. We're doing better than we already did the chamber. <laughs> yes. yes. This is true. This is true. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know. Don't bring that up. Uh, <laughs> you're like, shut up. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> bad, bad memories. <clears throat> what a dick. <laughs> uh, so we'll get started with uh, Level Up. So we had uh, from Friday, February 20, February, fuck, March Third. Wow, my brain. It was taped on February 20th. Okay, that's why I was just getting messed up. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Larry Fakiri defeated Tay and Paxi, 5 minutes 24 seconds. Dante Chan defeated Luca Cruz Afino. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, 4 minutes 45 seconds. And Eddie Throw defeated Or Mensa, 6 minutes and 46 seconds. So that was level up. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, well, since it's Revolution Day, John, let's talk about Rampage from March 3rd. A rare yes. live, a rare live edition. Mm-hmm. I find they. Uh, I don't know if you ever caught on this. You ever notice they always do um rampage lives before a pay per view. I don't know if you ever noticed that or not. Yes, I ain't complaining, but yeah. still, yeah, they do. Like I mean, even if I get spoiled, like I'm one of those people. I I don't care if I get spoiled or not because I'll probably still go see it anyway. You know what I mean? I don't know if you're yeah. the same way or you want to be spoiled free, but. That's yeah, why I always. That's why I always ask. Really, really spoil it. They just kind of set it up. Well, no, but like, cause Rampage is taped, right? Most yeah. of the time they're taped, so they'll put spoilers anyway. Yes. But I don't know if you're that type of person that's like, I don't care if I'm spoiled, I'll still watch the show. Or you're like, no, don't tell me anything. No, no, I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah. See, I always ask because I don't want to be. I don't. Cause I, I got. I know some people who are like, no, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. And then I'll be like, <laughs> okay. And then they're like, all right, tell me. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, you said no, no. Warning to everybody listening to the podcast. There could be yes. spoilers. Yeah, so I haven't watched Rampage, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so the opening match, a Fatal 4 tag. Lots of Fatal 4 always going on in AEW. I noticed that. Because we got the tag match tonight, and then we got mm-hmm. this one, Rampage, and we had the Battle Royals. Um, So it's Top Flight, Aussie Open, Dark Order, and... Blackpool Combat Club. So Combo hits to the ring. Dark Order attacks from behind while Ozzy Open Top Flight are watching from inside the ring. Top Flight takes out Dark Order, but Ozzy Open takes out Top Flight. Excuse me. Mark Davis delivers a sent on Darius Martin. Top Flight double teams a Kyle Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Alex Rollins takes in delivers a close on, but Ozzy Opens gets a better room in 
Beltings Reynolds, the ring honor world champ Claudio Casanoli tags in, beats down Rollins, but John Silver, John's favorite person, tags in Firestar, several rights and left hands. <laughs> Claudio hits a knee, looks in Silver to the ring post, but Silver prevents him from doing so and sends to the top. Looks for a crossbody, but Claudio catches him hit a backbreaker. We see Rouge impression fans of LFI watching from backstage as Reynolds tags in. Claudio beats him down, takes away Yuta. Yuta hits a right hand, takes Casanoli as we go to break. We come every Reynolds hits a crossbody to um, Yuta. Dante and Fletcher taken. Dante Martin hits it into Gary, takes his brother Darius. Darius looks to go flying, but Ozzy open catches him with a double or super kick for him to plan a powerbomb. They go for a cover, but the pin was broken up. Ozzy opens up for a double clothesline. Reynolds makes a blind tag as Davis accidentally takes out his own partner with a clothesline. Yuta makes a tag as Dark Order hits their. I call it the ping pong. It's like a German suplex, stunner, slice brim, jackknife pin. <laughs> I don't know the official name, but I'm calling it the ping pong sequence. <laughs> uh, wrestles for a pin, but Yuta pushes him off, and then he points, pins Fletcher for the win. Uh, how does this match go? Got so many notes up here. Oh, here we go. Uh, nine minutes and 35 seconds. I give it 7 out of 10. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I would agree with you on 7 out of 10. You love the Dark Order. I do. I was upset they didn't win, but at the same time, at the same time, not surprised. No, I to be honest with you, I thought they were going to add the Black Will Come by Dark Order, uh, under the buy-in pre-show. I mean, because you had an hour, right? So I'm thinking, oh, okay, two matches, but yeah, spoiler, they only did the one. But because, like I was telling you, John, before record, basically a friend of mine, uh. We have for predictions for the uh, pre-show because me and him and a few of somebody else are doing them as well. And uh, he's like, oh, there's another match. I was like, other match? And he's like, yeah, it's a dark one. And I looked everywhere. Like, I looked on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Like, I looked everywhere. And nope, nothing. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we're like, we're like, just to be safe. That's why I met, That's why I messaged you. I'm like, okay, just in case they had this match, yep. <laughs> just give me this prediction. <laughs> but spoiler, they didn't do it. They kept it. Um, Often, I imagine I'll probably do it on Dynamite or Rampage or something. But fun opener match. I mean, Aussie opens great. Like, your top flight's great. Uh, Combo, Combo, that's great. Even though they're have Ring of Our Tiles, a Dark Order's been great. You know what? This field four match actually sounds better than the one on tonight's pay per view. <laughs> What'd you think of that? With the, which was it? So the fail forward tag match that's on the pay-per-view tonight, it's the guns defend the title's claim, Jared Lethal and Cassie and Dan Housen. Oh yes. Yeah, no, I already made my uh Yeah, no, no, I said it sounds bad. This fail form on Rampage sounds better than the pay-per-view. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, well it's I don't know. It's I think it was good either. it's gonna be good either way, right? But yeah. I mean, hey, they uh, the 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 pay match almost sound good, but I like well three of the groups anyway that were in in the rampage the match. Which one? Which team was that you don't like? I'm not too a big fan of the Aussie Open. <gasps> you take that back, John. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm joking. I I don't get offended. That is <clears throat> a disclaimer. No, no. Hey, everybody's got their opinions. Mm-hmm. I hate fans who are like, no, take that back. But see, John, I'm joking. See, when I said that, I'm joking. Like, I mean, you like who you like, right? No, but I like all four teams, though. I mean, Aussie Open's great, and then Blackpool Combat Collab, 
Combat Club's good. Dark Order, they got their little feud, so it was fun. Seven out of ten, I'd probably say easily best match of the night, honestly. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking, thinking ahead here. Yeah, I would have to agree that it's probably the best match of the entire of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we come back from break. We see Jungle Boy dressing Christian Cage. He says he wants to end Cage. He says there will be grave consequences. He holds him with shovel. He says he'll put him in the ground, give him his final burial. So when me and John are predictions on Friday, they it said no holds barred, but they changed it on Rampage to a, a final burial, which we found out it's basically throw your opponent in a casket and lock it. Basically a casket match, pretty much. It's what it is. It's never well, been done before, eh? In AEW, no. No, I sorry, they did what well, they done coffin matches with Darby Allen, but <clears throat> see when they say final burial, I'm thinking burial live matches, right? That's what I've because basically the whole story is Christian making fun of like Jungle Boy's father, Luke Perry, Crabby I mean, Christian Cage Great Heel, but that's on right. Actually, as we're recording, that match is actually on right now as we're speaking. <laughs> we okay, are recording. Yep. <laughs> but uh still over top of rampage, but figure I'd bring that up since we're talking about both of these men. <laughs> yep. Uh second match, we have Riho gets Anime Sakura. So they lock us up the matchup. Sakura delivers a chop, then falls up with a boot to her midsection, sends her across the ring. Riho looks for crossbody, but Sakura just plants her down. Riho does hit a draw, kicking around knee, and falls over a suplex. Emmy sends Riho into the corner and hits it in security before they spill to the outside. Sakura sends Riho climb to the barricade and falls up with a chop and a run cross body for a commercial break. We come back from break. Riho suffers, fires off several forms on her Emmy. See, she falls with a drop to hole in a tiger fake kink, or as everybody knows, 619. But yeah, <laughs> delivers a cross diving cross by the top rope. Sakura fires by a swing neck breaker, but Riho rolls her up for a two count. So Sakura rolls her up for a two count of her own. Riho reads a running knee. Sakura ascends to the top rope, looks for a Muzo off the top rope. Riho moves out of the way, hits a diving stomp off the top rope. Emmy Sakura looks for a move, but uh, Riho counters with a crucifix pin for the win. And oh, my that's good. There we go. At nine minutes and 31 seconds, fun match. I give it six out of ten. What do you think, John? Yeah, I'm gonna agree on that one as well for six out of ten. I that, found, was, that was great. I, yeah. I found it was entertaining. See, I'm yeah. a big, I'm a big uh fan of like Japanese wrestling, John. So, I mean, this mm-hmm. is up, this is up my alley, right? So, but I, I mean, I, I did think Emmy was gonna win though. Mm-hmm. So, so, before, I was, oh, so I was shocked. I'm shocked that Riho beat Emmy. Teacher versus student, because yep. Sakura trained her. I mean, you probably heard on commentary, but I mean, yep. these two don't have never bad, like not like matches of the year, but I mean, fun, fun little matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for not like nine and a half minute match, it was fun. Uh, excuse me. Then we go to our third match, the 2023 phase of the Revolution ladder match winner, Powerhouse Hobbs, goes against San Pentago. Poor San Pentago. He just got his ass kicked as Hobbs sends him into the ropes. Spine Buster, Town Business. For the quick win at 42 seconds. I mean, quick Fast, match. Fastest match in the show. <laughs> hey, it was fun. But I mean, I mean, I gave it four out of time. I mean, another, for quick. Another match added to the Book of Hobbs. Yes. Hey, he's a beast. I, I like him. He was great. Yeah, he's a big man. And then he's talking about, well, I mean, you got to hype, you got to get him uh, ready for the team's combat match on Wednesday because that's the only match as of right now. Made for yep. Dynamite because we don't know who the champ right now. It's about Joe, but I mean, for all we know, it could be Warlope. So, uh, well, I mean, we'll get our full thoughts on Friday. Yes, technically, I'm breaking my own rule, but Revolution's <laughs> now. So, uh, <laughs> Gar Show John, screw them. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 
Well, <laughs> we, we we did make our predictions. Yeah, no, no, Bobby, like top of the, doing a full review of the show. I mean, oh yes, yes, yes. But yeah, but I mean, we'll get our full review and stuff, and on Friday, I mean, predictions. I'll just keep updating you during the probably after this we record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we going back to training. Paquette is with Kineski Takesha. She asked Takesha how he feels about the face of the Revolution Lion match past Wednesday. Did you catch this match yet, John? I can't remember if you said you did or didn't. What's that? That face of Revolution Lion match. Did you watch this match or did you not? I no, can't remember. I, no, I missed that one. Oh, you need to go back and watch it. It was like, yeah. it, it was, it's like a car crash, but you can't oh. stop watching. It was great, though. I mean, that's. <laughs> it was like, a, yeah. It was great. You, ha- you can't help but look. Oh, it was a, but when you get a chance, John, go back and watch it if you have time. But that, mm. that match was on Wednesday's time. I said that was the only match I'd recommend checking out, honestly. Um, he says he his opponents. He comes up short. He's thinking about heading back to Japan, which he is going back to Japan to compete at DDT Pro Wrestling before Don Cal's, <clears throat> excuse me, walks in hands to Kesha his business card. He says he can help to Kesha turn his fortunes around, offers him driving to the airport so they could talk. So basically, I don't know if you, you've been catching on Elevation Dark, I imagine, John. No. Okay, so basically the last few months, so Don Cows has been watching the catcher. Basically, he's trying to get him as a client, like he's with Kenny Omega. Yep. So basically, he's trying to like bring him to his group, kind of almost like what Paul Heyman's doing, like dangerous. Got an agent here, John. Sorry, uh, Dangerously yep. Alliance back in WCW. Yeah. I mean, I'm 26, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, try to do like with Paul Heyman with Dangerous, um, all the great managers there, but. Paul Heyman comes to mind for some reason. Anyway, uh, basically, he's just trying to get more clients. Then we go backstage to Mark Briscoe. He says everyone keeps asking how he is, and he's feeling stronger than ever. ever. Then he dressed smart Mark Sterling. He said he's sick and tired of seeing him. So Lucha Bros and Alex Humper nowadays walk in. Ray Fix says Lucha Bros always have their friends back, and Alex says they will set their issues in the ring. So Pentagon Jr. tells Farsi athletes already have already seen him on Sunday. That was made on the uh, Zero Hour, or aka pre-show. Then we go to main event. We got the Mogul Affiliates, Swartz Strickland, and Parker Boudreaux because he has naturally limitless Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee. So Swerve and Parker attack Lee and Rhodes from behind. The bell rings. Boudreaux hits a right hand to Keith Lee. Lee comes back and hits some to his midsection. Then hits uh, tags in Dustin Rhodes. Rhodes hits fire 10 right hands in the corner. Since it's a commercial break, we come back from break. Parker, Boudreaux, and Keith Lee tag in. Lee hits a short tackle and series of right hands, but Parker makes deliver uppercut on the chop. Lee delivers a short tackle and hit Parker out of the ring. So where Strickland takes in and Lee drags him into the ring. Strickland delivers a series of boots, but Lee delivers back up with a couple of chops. Swerve delivers a draw kick, but Lee just plants him with a choke slam. So both men are on the top rope, but Parker pulls uh, Keith off the top rope. Dustin tries to level him, but Parker sends him out of the ring before Swerve hits a moonsault off Parker's chest, which that was a cool spot. Strickland did hits the Swerve stomp to Keith Lee, and Parker goes for the cover, but Lee kicks out two and a half. Dustin takes out Parker with a bulldog. Swerve tries to take, takes him over. Keith lays him out with a double chop. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Dustin hits a Canadian Destroyer to Swerve before Lee. Sends him, toss him on the Parker, hits the ground zero for the win. And make sure I get my notes here. <laughs> 11 minutes and four seconds. There we go. That's how long. I was shot by the time. Uh, 11 minutes, four seconds. I give five, six out of 10 at the most. What do you think, John? Yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Wasn't too bad, but I don't know. Bro- uh, Parker Boudreaux, or people kept calling him Baby Brock. 
Lesnar. <laughs> uh, <Baby> <laughs> no, he's got, he's gone better in the ring though in all series. So he like he like he's got to get a little better, but I mean he's doing good. He's doing good, and then Dustin's just still kicking it at his mid at early to mid fifties. Yeah, he's in his early fifties. In a key for you with um first match back in a couple, I think it's November, December. He's in a, a few large, months. He's a large man. <laughs> he is, but I mean, it was fun little uh tag main event to close a rampage. I'm mm-hmm. kind of glad this wasn't on Revolution to be honest with you, or if it was, should have been like a pre-show match, honestly. But yeah, it was on Rampage. It was a good little good main event. Uh, after the match, Chris Jericho starts running his mouth. He says he'll beat. He tells Rickstar he'll beat him on Sunday. But starts Pierce Vaughn and they brawl the close out this next Rampage. I overall score, I give it six or seven. What were you, John? For the whole show. Yeah, overall score for the show. Sorry, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. I go with that. I, yeah, I go. I go between six. I, I won't go higher than seven, though. Honestly, no, no. And then uh, recommend match. If I had to pick pick one, I say the op- like I said, the opening match. Oh, that's yeah, definitely the opening match. Yeah. I mean, powerhouse having some pretty. That was basically like a squash match <laughs> on superstars. But I mean, <laughs> hey, I like seeing Hawks on TV, so I'm I'm good with that. And Serpentico goes a good guy to basically toss around. <laughs> But and if I for that one match, I'd probably say the Fatal Four. If I had to make another one, I'd probably say the Riho and my Sarkar match. I don't yeah. know if you're just in the same boat, John, or yep, the first two matches. I'd probably say just watch those two and probably skip. If I had to go in order, basically, like Fatal Four tag match, Riho and Sakura, and then the main event, and then Powerhouse House. But I mean, that's a squash match. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was Rampage. So the. Wasn't actually. I thought this week that was a little better than last week. To be honest with you, it had a better flow to it. Yeah, I think they. But, sh- do you think they should go live, John? Do you think they should stay taped? Excuse me. Um, or do you not care? Kind of, you just like watching the show. Yeah, I think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, because like if you go live, because you, you got dark elevation tapings like before mm. the show starts, then you got dynamite. So dark yeah. elevation, you're probably sitting there a good, oh god, probably forty five minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. and then dynamite, which is well TV two hours, but I mean they don't get to see commercials. You're probably sitting there probably good two three hours. Mm-hmm. Then you got rampage, yeah. so I mean that's like that's almost like a work shit. That's like six seven hours. That that's almost like going to WrestleMania for two nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm a wrestling fan. I mean, I wouldn't complain. I've done it before. Mm-hmm. I went to India. I went to the rehab shows. I sat there the whole time. <laughs> oh, I imagine. I mean, I got up when it was intermission, but still. But um. <laughs> oh no! If I'm one, I'm one of those like as soon as the show's on, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. I'm not moving. <laughs> but you ready to talk about SmackDown? Let's get into it. All right, so we're we're the Americans' national capital of the world, Washington D.C. Uh, we came with SmackDown with the blow and make it way down to the ring. Undisputed reviewers with Jim Rob Race tells watch DC to acknowledge him before the winner of the men's rumble. Cody Rhodes music is down to the ring. He did say on Raw he was gonna come on SmackDown. Yay. Uh Cody says contrary to what Heyman has told him, he's not here for a violent reason. He he rather talked to Reigns. He says he's no reason for the rest of Blind to be out there unless he's scared. So Reigns dismissed the rest of the bloodline. Jay Uso wasn't there, but that's not the point, I guess the storyline. Uh so they leave. 
and Rhodes into Reigns. Reigns asks if he made Rhodes more comfortable, then drops both of his tiles in the center of the ring. He asks Rhodes what he wants to talk about, basically taking a shovel every time Cody comes out of the ring. Uh, Rhodes says he wants to talk about him. He says he's been Reigns been on speed champ for 915 days. That's actually pretty impressive, honestly. Longest holding record. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the re- in most recent times, yeah. Yeah. What's he tech? Okay. I gotta be. I gotta go a little technical here. Universal tell yes, he's held for an honor, but did the WWE tell you what last year's mania? But whatever. Uh-huh. Sorry, I gotta get a little technical there. But basically, WWE told like if you're for, if you're, for Universal, Universal yes, not hundred fifty. That is correct. But the WWE yes. title he held it last year's mania. So uh-huh. if we're just going by like the separate titles, but obviously WWE whatever. Like, but so that's still impressive. I mean. Because if he let's say he beats Rhodes, let's say he beats Rhodes, mm-hmm. uh, do you think they're trying to get him to a thousand days at this rate, or do you think it's like I think, I think Cody, Cody should beat him? I think Cody's going to beat him at WrestleMania. Do you? Yeah. Well, we got a little sneak peek at John's predictions for Mania. <laughs> of course, that only means one belt, though. Well, see, I've seen people talk about um, like before. I keep going with this segment here. Um, because WrestleMania is not for both belts. Yes, it is. Is it for both belts? Yeah, they basically when Roman beat Brock last year, they made it down to be a title. But people were saying basically like, so Rhodes wins the titles, and then at the draft, um, basically like split them. Like they should split split them at the draft after Mania, and then give Rhodes a WWE title and put do something with the like give it back to Reigns or like do a tournament or something. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know if they will, but I mean, we'll do our main predictions like closer to WrestleMania week. That's going to be a busy week for both of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, perhaps a mountain of some climb. Yes, but that's his thing. He says he overcame being Randy on sidekick, the Stardust gimmick, that, and hosting a little indie show, referencing All In from 2018. Then it will come Reigns 2, the Stardust gimmick. We're just going to. Go past that, John. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> basically, take what Goldust had, and like, yeah. Basically, he had just had star. Basically, he took Goldust's gear and just put a star on it, pretty much. Oh, I know, I know all about the Stardust. Oh, okay, good. So I didn't have to explain <laughs> that then. <laughs> nope, <laughs> I know all about this Stardust. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't like he didn't mind at first. But he thought it was a one time thing, and then he's and then mm. Fitz, you know, I mean, you know, Fitz McMahon, right? He's like, no, nope, pal, you're staying with this gimmick. Yeah, yeah, gold dust and stardust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why he left, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't blame him. <laughs> uh, Reigns asked Cody Griffin maybe in WrestleMania or compete in one of his titles. He says he's done them, Reigns, he's done them all. He's just been groomed since. Uh, he was a kid for the spot of his own father and Dusty Rhodes. It says Dusty was the one who first installed com- instilled confidence in him. For he says Dusty used to tell him stories of made him at WrestleMania and be face of the company. And he says he never said anything about Cody to him. Ooh. Uh, Rowan says he wishes Dusty was here and says Cody isn't the only one to miss him. He says if there's anything Dusty didn't teach Cody, then he will. Before Cody says Roman didn't send Paul to Raw, but right tell him the truth. Roman offers him to Cody, but Cody says. That must mean Heyman's comments about Reigns being the son of Dust that Dusty wanted. Cody says that this means their match becomes unnecessary, and the only way he can say is by being Reigns at Mania before he tells him that the better men will win. 
man will win, sorry, and they will shake hands. Dang, that segment. I thought this was great segment to kick off SmackDown, honestly. It was, you... yeah. It was really good. Finally, I'm, we get Bubble Fun again. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Woo. Yes, okay. So, well, all right. Since we're going to rate segments, yes, I probably say <laughs> 8 out of 10 as well, honestly. <laughs> Look at you, John, pulling at me. <laughs> Beat me to it. But yeah, I, this was a great segment to kick off. Uh, SmackDown, we finally get Reigns and Cody in the ring. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're talking about Dusty a little too much, though? Just a smidge? Yeah, they're going to kind of... I think after this meeting, now that they've had this meeting, and it's kind of been thrown out there, I think this is now where they got to kind of just let it slide. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, hey, don't get me wrong. Like, it, it, made, few it, times. it, it made sense up to this point. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, because they were kind of using it as, you know, a catalyst to cause turmoil with Dusty. So. That, yeah, you, I get you know, it. So that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now, now at this point of, of the actual... Now, now it's been all everything's been thrown out there, you know that he didn't send Paul Heyman there to you know with his mind or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, no, I like the like the stuff with Heyman and Reigns. Like I like, but let's yeah. just tone it. Like no disrespect. I'm not trying. We're meaning John. are not trying to be like disrespect for anything. Like I it, just tone it back a little bit. Just tone it back. And we're not the only ones who said that, by the way, John. Like I seen people on. uh like Twitter, I see people like I listen to pod and they said this, like they said okay, like at first it was okay, but now it's like let's just tone it back a little bit, like because pretty much this whole feud's been about Dusty. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, now now they've put that out there, you know. Let's let's tone it back a little. Let's tone Let, it back. Let's slide and focus on Cody and, and Reigns now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, like I said, great segment to kick off SmackDown. Oh, yeah. Thank God. Thank God it was just them too. I, I mean, I get well, so we'll see later in the show. Same with Jimmy. Same with we'll see them during the show. But uh, opening match, we got the Women's World Rumble winner, Rhea Ripley, Rift of Judgment, along with she had her, John's favorite person in the corner, Dominic Mysterio, against Liv Morgan, the final two in this year's Women's Rumble match. I can't say enough good things about the Women's Rumble match, as John said with me when we did a Rumble review. Uh, excuse me. Uh, the Liv Morgan was so tall. She's <laughs> drunk. You all right? <laughs> anyway, Liv Morgan was so tall. She's drunk. The fire some right hands and an Andre. Uh, Ripley drops Morgan on Matt face first, falls with a knee and glows. She wipes Morgan to into the corner, whips corner in the corner. Sorry, but Morgan fights with step up knee to drag off top rope. Rhea rolls to the outside board and goes for a toe base to a seat of a Ripley catches with our hands to a break. We come back for break more, delivers a backstabber, climbs the middle and hits a hurricanrana, falls up for a cobra and it's like one up the middle row for a two count. She tries to go for a oblivion, but Rhea catches it and sets her for a rip tie. Morgan escapes, hits a running knee, looks for an Coburg up the middle row. Ripley catches her and hits the rip tie, then locks in the clover relief for the submission win at eight minutes and 12 seconds. I give this six or seven out of 10. What do you think, John? I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a six for sure. Mm-hmm. Fun. I mean, they had better match. I seen them have better matches, but it w- wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Uh, yep. 
I, I did like the I like Rhea's selling of the code breaker, the one she did up the middle rub that that was cool. Uh <clears throat> excuse me. So after the break, we go back to the bloodline. Roman asks Jimmy Uso if he's talked to his brother Jay. Jimmy says he has, but he needs time. Roman says he's running out of patience, and Jimmy says he'll let Jay know. Roman clarifies and says he's running out of patience with Jimmy rather than Jay. Jimmy says he'll let Jay know and walks off. Do we go somewhere else backstage? We see Ray Ripley and John Terry Person, Dominic Mysterio walking, talking. Then all of a sudden, Santos Escobar walks in and confronts Dominic. He says Ray should have punched him last week. We all been saying that, Santos, but yep. not yet. Uh, he gets why he didn't. He says he can, and he talked to Adam Pierce. He says Pierce has granted a match. Grant the match. Uh, grant, sorry, grant two of them a match, and he'll be in the ring. There we go. Escobar tells Dominic if he's half the man he says he is, it will be out there alone. And then he blows a kiss to Rhea Ripley, which I found actually kind of funny. <laughs> So, speaking of this match, we go to it now. Dominic Mysterio against Santos Escobar. Santos charges at Dominic, and then Dominic hits a draw kick, but Escobar fires back one of his own. Both men tear on the middle rope in the corner where Santos set up Ray's mask. He asks Dominic if he spreads his legacy while they stare at it, and Dominic says no. Escobar locks in a bow and arrow submission, but releases it. Dominic then sends Escobar, Escobar into the bomb turnbuckle since to a commercial break. After the break, Dominic fires up right hands on Santos in the corner. Dominic sends Escobar on the ropes, sets up for the 619. But Santos pops up and beats down Dominic. Dominic hits a clothesline in the corner for Santos comes back with a pair of elbows and a leg drop. Dominic pulls some brass knuckles out of his tights, but the referee catches him. So Ray Ripley takes advantage of the distraction, hits a riptide on the floor. She gets him back in the ring, and then Dominic hits the frog splash for the win at 7 minutes and 49 seconds. I give it 5 out of 10. What do you think, John? Yeah, I can go with five. I'm not a big fan, of Dominic and Nears John, but I mean, you gotta, I, I gotta give him some credit about him getting heat though with the fans. I mean, that's he's doing a good job on that. I'll give him props on that one. Oh yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give, I'll give him credit where it's due. That, yep. I'll give him credit. I'm not the big, like I said, like I just said, me and John are not the biggest fans of Dominic Mister, but I, he knows how to make crowds mad. He's doing a good job of that. <laughs> And then Ray Ripley, you know who she reminds me of? To be honest with China. Ray Ripley? Yeah. Kind of. Just well, the reason I'm saying that, because like like China rarely ever wrestled the women. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like wrestled the women and then Ripley, like I mean, Rip tied the Santos on the floor. She body slammed Luke Gallows a few months ago. I mean well, I see what you're saying, yeah. Or yeah. Or, yeah. China actually wrestled the guys. Yeah, yeah. And then she yeah. had the intergender match on Christmas Raw. Yeah, back in summer against a character. That was actually a fun little match. That was. Yeah. A character so couldn't do much. I mean, fair, because I mean, you got sponsored stuff, right? You can't, <laughs> you can't do intergender much, match as much, but it was fun for that one. But I thought that was cool, though, Ripley hitting the Ripton on the floor. I think mm-hmm. she should, honestly, she said before she would go. No, sorry. Kofi said she should go out to the Intercontinental, which, I mean, I, I agree. Hey. I wouldn't mind seeing her have a man's title match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one in that boat, but I mean, hey, I wouldn't mind seeing that, honestly. But it'd I'm not the only one who said that. It'd, it'd be interesting. Don't take it out Gunther, though. <laughs> Gunther's doing great. Don't, 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 touch, don't old, touch that. Old Gunther. Gunther. Uh, Speaking of Gunther. 
Hold on, not yet. You're missing some. Uh, after the match, <laughs> don't get in the hammy, John. <laughs> we'll get easy. We'll get there. Uh, after the match, Dominic grabs Ray's mask, rips it up like he tried to do with the Rumble, but he couldn't do a job with the Rumble. Anyway, Ray heads to the ring. Dominic taunts of Ray pretty much to give his mask back. Why Why am I getting elementary school bully flies off of this? Basically, <laughs> what it is. Dominic throws on the ground. Ray picks up Dominic. Elbows him in the face. Come on, Rage. Just hit him, please. Can we just get to this match? He's restraining himself. I know. I know. I know but it's story town. But the match needs to happen. Mm-hmm. We got what? Little less than little over three weeks now. Uh-huh. But it, it's yeah. basically it's unofficial, unofficial. We're basically waiting for them to officially official make it. Yep. If you catch my drift. <laughs> oh yeah. Now get the Gunther, John. <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre is down in the ring. He says there's only four weeks till Mania. Well, that's crazy. Though. Well, as of Friday, there's four weeks, but there's probably mm-hmm. three and a half weeks now, which yep. is crazy. That I just find time goes by quick. I don't know if you're the same way, John, or not. But well, it flies by. Mm-hmm. Like I remember one that we're talking with uh, Royal Rumble. And now we're almost at WrestleMania. It's like, oh my god, where'd that go? Um. Yeah. He said there's one person who wanna be more than anyone, Gunther. <laughs> so he calls the Aircon Jim out to the ring. But here comes Seamus's music. He hits, he comes down the ring. He asks Drew what he's doing. He, he goes beyond his back like this. Seamus is Drew, knows how much the Aircon Tell means to him because Seamus, that's the only tell Seamus has not won yet, that he's been there for 15 years. Drew tells him to calm down. Seamus is not know he wanted Gunther and Mania. And Drew said he isn't his parent. And he said he doesn't need Seamus. He needs to ask Seamus for his permission. So Seamus calls him backstabbing bastard. I did before I forgot to mention I like where he said, Wait, what do you want me to do now? Wipe my ass. That I I I did laugh at that line. That was before Seamus called him backstabbing bastard. Yep. Uh Drew tells Seamus he wants the truth. He already lost it twice to Gunther. Fair. Because Clash yeah. the Castle last year and then a SmackDown match. Uh so Ali Knight music says he has done the ring. Knight says you're talking about Intercontinental, then you're talking about him. Since you can't have LA WrestleMania well him. Little pun there, but okay. LA Knight. Hey, now he's great in the ring. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing him in the title pit. That Intercontinental, I say he probably have that in the next couple years, next two or three years, I say. He hasn't earned it yet. Give him time. Hey, at least he's not doing that Bray Wyatt stuff. Probably right. <laughs> Uh, and then New Day gets <laughs> the head to the ring. Uh, New Day makes fun of Knight. Says Zach Kofi says Knight can win a SmackDown match, which okay, I guess kind of fair. Let alone a WrestleMania match. LA Knight didn't have a Mania match, so Kofi that was kind of unnecessary for that comment. Dan Karen Cross music hits. Oh God, why him and Scar <laughs> hit the end of the ring? Knight takes advantage of Dax New Day. Sheamus turns around and after watching go on, and Matt Hardy also got to do the let him out with a Claymore kick, but he moves out of the way. And Matt Hardy takes out. Night and New Day with a flippy do over the top rope, as John likes to say. The flippy do. <laughs> and then Cross attacks him from behind that close. That's it. We did find a later in the show that uh, Kofi, LA Knight, Drew, Sheamus, and El- Karrion Cross will meet a fellow five match for a shot at the Intercon. This is a qualifying match, but I don't know. That probably is after New Way saying them one contenders match, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But basically, those five will meet this Friday on SmackDown. I think it's going to be Drew or Sheamus, or I could see Drew and Sheamus like pinning somebody, like doing a double pin spot, and then they both get a shot. Can't see that happen, though. Possible. 
but if not, I think it should be Drew or Sheamus. I don't see Knight yeah. yet. Not yet. No. Kofi's had to talk multiple times. I, I don't. Yeah. Hmm. I can't see Cross getting that. No, I, I I don't see that. So we were supposed to get a tag match between Baszler and Ronda Rousey and Tegan Oz or Rousey called her Skittles and Natalia, but we go to a video from earlier in the day where Rousey's holding her arm. Natalia, I think she was holding her head. I miss, miss what they said about Natalia. She's there, but Baszler and Oz were brawling, so. Now it's a one-on-one match between Deacon Nash, Shane Baszler, or Ronda Rousey calls her Skittles. <laughs> Skittles, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Rousey fan, like I said last week's episode, but that 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 was pretty funny. I will admit that was pretty funny when I heard that. Yeah. Um, Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> uh, Tegan delivers a draw cake, falls from a senton, fires from right hands. Baszler sends her crashing the mat for working on her arm. Tegan fires us off with some right hands, but Baszler sends her arm down to the mat again. But Tegan rolls her up for a two count, and then Baszler nails her with a knee, locks in the armbar for the submission win at a minute 59. Might give it two or three out of ten. What'd you think? Yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. It was too sh- it was too short, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. There probably people are thinking, weren't you guys going? Yes, there's yes, I look. I'm gonna be honest. Like the women's Rumble match ruled, the women's chamber match ruled. Hey, we said good things for the Ripley Morgan match. <laughs> oh, this one was not that great though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, this match probably, you probably just could skip this match. Honestly. Um, then we go backstage. Well, speaking of Gunther again, John, uh, Kale Bradshaw is with Imperium and now calling champion Gunther says Adam Pierce has done a terrible job as a WWE official, but he's not giving him a pump for us. I mean, yep, that's what he found out later in the show about the number one contenders match. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the back to that statement for a minute, did you think they were going to set up like a multi man match before they made that five way? I figured there's gonna be a few of them. Yeah, but, but I mean, like for the WrestleMania match, you thought like they were gonna do like a multi-man match for the title, or do you, or is motion when they do the multi interruption segment, you know something's going down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm yeah, glad they're doing a five way. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, here we go. Uh, speaking of WrestleMania, Bobby Lashley says Bray Wyatt. It's been time to run, but he doesn't do that. He says why he started playing kid games with him, respond to he's too much of a coward and face him. So he calls Y to the ring. Basically, he said, since Y won't show up on Raw, he came to SmackDown. So we see a video played at the trial to Uncle Howdy. But all, this, all of a sudden, we see Uncle Howdy attack Lashley from behind and uh, right now's right hands. The way he's laughing, everybody thinks it's Bo Dallas. And I actually, I do agree. I think it is Bo Dallas under the mask. I don't know if you are you in the same boat, John. I don't know yet. I still don't know yet. There's a few people, but I think I think Bob Dallas is one. But wait and see. <laughs> uh, anyway, Uncle Howie attacks Lash from behind, grants some right hands, runs the rose, but Lashley lights him out with a spine buster. Tries to go for a spear, and then we get the lights go out. They come back on. Uncle Howie has disappeared from the ring. They close that statement. Uh, so we promote still going on with this white Lashley mania match. Honestly, I don't really care if this match even happens, to be honest with you. There was some creative writing in the background for this. What do you mean? Why this all took place. 
Oh yeah. It's Lashley and and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, I mean, why did say yes? Technically, the winner of Lashley and mm-hmm. Les Lashley and Lesnar there at the chamber, which we gave a review. Match up. Uh, they won of a mania, and, and, and Lashley Lashley won by disqualification. Yes. But I mean, did you see reports about Lesnar refusing to work with White? I don't know if you did. You see any of that online? Unless, well, what I seen online was that the Lester's kind of on his way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, PW Insider report that. Yeah. About that, basically, so. and he didn't want to work with White. I mean, in a way, I kind of see why, but I don't know. I don't. I like Bray White. Don't get me wrong, but I kind of don't care about this feud, honestly. But but they still got three and a half weeks to prove me wrong. So wait and see. Mm-hmm. As me and John have been saying over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> wait and see. And speaking of bloodline, we see him again. This time Roman asked Jimmy if he's talked to Jay. He said he asked Reigns what asked what he said. So the first time Jimmy said uh, Jimmy said Jay said he needed more time. Roman wanted him to repeat what he said. Jimmy said, okay, yeah, she said to leave him the hell alone. Ooh. <laughs> That's like talking about to your parents. <laughs> well, John, your parents, so you would know. Uh, yes. <laughs> Roman said he didn't understand Jay's behavior. Another start until Sammy Singh came around. He tells Jimmy to accompany Solo Sokoa to the ring to get rid of him. And if he does, Jay will come back home. So Jimmy walks off. Then Reigns tells Paul Heyman that Jay has one week to return, or else he'll blame Jimmy rather than Sammy Zayn. Again, ooh. <laughs> So speaking of Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa, <laughs> we go to that main event of the night. Let's see two go one-on-one. Sami Zayn wastes no time right now right hands. Jimmy also tries to charge at him, but Zayn sends him to the outside. So so, so Sami Zayn sends Sokoa out with him join Jimmy, and Zayn takes both of them out with a flip over the tower, or John's case, flippy-doo. Solo gets back in the ring, and the bell sounds. Solo hits a back elbow on the hip-up, but Zayn sends him out to the outside, and Sami falls him out there. Solo sends him in the ring post, then tosses Sim in the timekeeper's table. That's into a commercial break. We come back from break. Jimmy, t- sorry, Sammy hates to close out the solo. Solo comes out with a small drop and a hip attack. Dornado DDT, but Solo hits a series of elbows. He charges his aim, but Sane moves out of the way to the top turnbuckle for hitting a blue thunderbomb. Goes for the Haluba kick, but Jimmy pulls Solo out of the way, giving Solo the opportunity to hit the Simone's bike, paying tribute to a family member, Umaga, for the win at 7 minutes and 13 seconds. This was fun. I'd probably say 5 or 6 out of 10. What'd you think, John? Yeah, I give it a six out of ten. I like how they're keeping uh solo protected though. You ever notice that? Like mm-hmm. he he has no clean law. He had a couple DQs and no counts. So a couple DQs, but I mean, I I, I wouldn't pin him either. Honestly, you got to keep him strong. Out of the last few NXT call ups, like within the last like year, uh, he's been the best one. Honestly. So did you see in the uh, that? Uh... Rafiki wants to come back. Who? <clears throat> bring it up here. Okay, well, you looked that up. I'll keep going with the uh, final thoughts here. Uh, after match, Jimmy and Soul beat down Sammy. Sokol grabs a chair, and Jimmy sets his head up in it. Soul looks to charge him, but Jimmy tells him he wants to do it, so Soul moves aside. But as they're doing that, Jimmy takes a little too much time as Sammy Pasa hits Sokol with the chair. Then he hits a hula kick to Jimmy for the second week in a row. He looks at him with a chair, but Solo gets up and tries to tag, but Sane escapes, retreats for the crowd, 
as we see Roman see the backstage as to what happened to close out SmackDown. So uh, next week, this Friday SmackDown, like I said, the No One Tenor Fail Fire match, Kofi Kingston, Sheamus, McIntyre, LA Knight, and Karrion Cross. And then we got the tag match, the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, go against Braun Strowman and Ricochet, or as I call them, Team Baldy. And also, uh, Sami Zayn on yesterday's SmackDown Lowdown has challenged Jimmy Uso to a match on Raw. That will happen tomorrow. Uh, what was the thing you were looking up, John? Sorry. Eric Ishii. He's coming back? I uh, don't know if he's coming back, but I did see uh, rumors that uh, so he's basically he is the father of the of the Usos and Solid, yeah. So uh, there, he would he would like to come back to kind of straighten up the bloodline. It's how what what better way to straighten up the bloodline than to actually have the actual father come back. Mm, yeah. So. Oh yes, I remember because I, I know they were supposed to do that um, before the trial was saying that they were supposed to do the bloodline ceremony on Raw twenty five, but mm-hmm. but Keisha I think was sick. I don't often see God. I think they were sick as well. So basically, they scrapped it and did the trial same as same. But this match it wasn't too bad. I gave it. I say seven out of ten overall score for the show. What do you think, John? Overall, yeah, I'd I'd say seven out of ten would would work. There's some really good good spots in it. Good opener. Yes. Good, end, good ender. Yes. And then a little bit of fun in between. So. Yes, I say for if I had to pick one match to go back and check because we have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Kind of tough on it. I'd probably say really all the matches, except for the Shane Tegan match, honestly. I probably say go check out the opener, the Dominic match. Okay, wait, I just said that, and Sol and Sammy, honestly. You the same boat, John, or no? I think so. Yeah. But wasn't that was better last week? To be honest with you, <laughs> last week's SmackDown wasn't too like wasn't too bad. But uh, for this Friday on SmackDown, do you have, who do you think challenges gets the next shot for the title? Do you think it's Drew, Sheamus, or what do you think? I want to say Sheamus. I can see. So well, I already gave mine, but I'll. So I say Sheamus or Drew if I had to mm. pick two, or. Basically, my three options are Seamus <clears throat> Drew or Drew and Seamus pin do a double pin spot where they both pin somebody, and uh, basically like they do the triple threat or the yeah. You know, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna fancy book for a sec. So let's say I was so, gonna say a three way. Yeah, let's just say Seamus and Drew do the double pin spot. We'll just pretend they both won. Yeah, I I'm not a big fancy booker, but. Screw it. Let's just do it. Um, I could see them either doing like a match where the winner could get a shot. Like, hey, okay, you both penny somebody. Okay, you two face who the Iron Spoon number contender, and then they get a double counter, DQ, whatever. So they're like, okay, you know what? Screw it. Let's do a triple threat, or they do another match, but the winner gets him on night one, and the loser gets him on night two, kind of thing. I don't know. That's my fancy book, and I don't know, John, if you agreed or what. If you have any other thoughts. <laughs> I could I could see that. Yeah. It's just with that many guys betting for the for the belt. Mm-hmm. You know. 
it's it's hard to pick which one. There's, yes, I mean, there's exactly. two two for sure. Seamus and 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 uh, uh said his name. Lost it. True. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so those two, I could definitely see. Yes. But, so that's what makes it complicated because it's going to be one of those two. Yeah. I would yeah. be mad though if it's honestly, it should be one of those two. It should not be Knight. I like Gala Knight. Don't get me wrong, but it's. He's not ready. No. Karen Cross, I don't really care, but he shouldn't have it. Kofi, I do like Kofi, but I think he's more of a tag team wrestler now. I mean, he's held the Intercontinental before. I don't really see him. I mean, Drew has too, but yeah. still. Uh, I, I feel like Kings is more of a tag team wrestler, like I said. I think it's Sheamus's time. Time. I will be mad though if they do a triple how, threat though. Now, how long? How long will that last for? Who knows? But, mm-hmm. but I think Sheamus. I think he should win himself. Get that third shot, yeah. Because I mean, so Clash of Castle, excellent. That was one of my top ten matches of the year last year. Uh, and then they had another match on SmackDown where, so that one was kind of a screwy finish because Sheamus had him in the Cloverleaf. Gunther did technically tap out, but the referee didn't call it, so people were chained. So Sheamus got got screwed in the way though. So. So, I mean, you still got that story, right? Because Sheamus could be like, hey, I technically beat you twice that last time, but because of a screw job, quote unquote screw job. Mm-hmm. Basically, he has a case, right? He does, yeah. And Drew hasn't held a singles till, God, like two, three years. It's been a few years since he's held singles gold, so I can mm-hmm. see him challenging. I'm like, I won't be mad, but I don't see LA Knight. Like I said, Karen Cross, eh, don't really care. Kofi, how before. Mm hmm. But yeah, and then as of right now, Eric and Ivar fight girls against Team Baldy, Bronchon Ricochet. That's probably going to be Strowman Ricochet. Do you notice they cut that feud off, by the way, with Seamus and Drew against Viking Raiders? Do you know they kind of just dropped it? Yeah. It's... Like that just went away. <laughs> it did. Yeah. I, I noticed that after a while. I was like, wait a minute. Because when they were arguing, I was like, wait a minute. Weren't you guys just feeling with the Viking Raiders? They, they, like, they, they, did, they just dropped that. I don't know. Glad I, glad I brought that up, though, because I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but uh, fun little, I, I thought it was better last week, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But we'll see on Monday. And by the way, like I said, on SmackDown, on uh, SmackDown Lowdown yesterday, on the Dirty Network here in Canada, where me and John are, or in the States, Peacock, or International, wherever. I'm not 100% sure what their channels are. Uh, basically, same challenge Jimmy to a match for Raw. It's been made official, so Sammy and Jimmy will mate on Raw Monday. He's pretty much getting for all the bloodline. I mean, he except for Jay, but I mean, mm-hmm. but Mania card it's uh Roman defending on three years title against the winner of the Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes, Charlotte defends Smack the Woman's Hell against the Women's Winner, Royal Rumble winner, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair defends the Raw Women's Hell against Asuka. Unfortunately, it's Brock Lesnar for his almost uh unconfirmed, pretty much unofficially. Unofficial, uh, unofficial, unofficial approach for Brian Dominic is probably going to happen. Ballard Edge is pretty much confirmed. We're just basically waiting on Edge's answer. <laughs> um, Gunther's probably defending their call there. I mean, I'd be shocked if they actually, actually, I wouldn't be too shocked if they don't keep it off Mania. They had bad luck with the title over the last couple of years. I know they had it on a couple of years ago, and last year, I think they didn't. But they they really need that Intercontinental on WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
tag title match probably gonna be news because Owen's insane. That's pretty much again unofficial, official. <laughs> but I mean that this just me. I'm pretty excited for. It, so well, I mean, wait and see. We'll find out. SmackDown. We'll topple down on next week's show. <laughs> but that was SmackDown, and now we go to. Wow, there were only three shows, right? Uh, Saturday, March fourth. Few shows here: so we're T- Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling, Sydney Circuit winner in Yokohama. So we had the tag match with Daisy Monkey, Suzume, and Asori Endo. Do like that name? That was actually a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they defeated Waka Yuahira and Hamawari via Ring of Bell at nine minutes and four seconds. And a triple threat match with Yuki Arino defeated Hakari Noah and Kaya Torbami. Fia Phoenix DT on Torbami, 8 minutes and 20 seconds. Masuki defeat Palm Harajuku via face lock, 9 minutes and 13 seconds. Non title match, Princess of, Ch- Princess of Princess Jim Yoka Sakasaki defeat Raku via magical merry go round, 10 minutes and 51 seconds. I did laugh at this. There was, I was watching this match <laughs> and uh, Yuka was slapping Ruku in the head. I was like, you know, when you're, I mean, you got kids, like, I don't know if they pick on each other, but like they slap each other in the head and then they're like, no, stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I did laugh at that with like she just smacked her on the back of the head. It's like, wow, I got like sister fives off of that. <laughs> Sibling fives. Um oh anyway, tag to match with one half of the 2023 Max Heart winners, Mayu Yamashita and Moko Matamoto defeat Shoko Nakajima and Mario Karu via attitude adjustment on Kurt Lemon 17 seconds. In the main event, uh six woman tags match with Rika Tatsujumi, Hyper Myceo, and Neo Kaka Yuta defeat International Prince Champion Mayu Watanabe, Yuki Kamafugi, and Haruyuna Nikuo, Niko via uh, Twist of Fate, 12 minutes and 31 seconds. So it's Tokyo Joji Pro Wrestling. Uh, we go to Champion Gate Night 1. So a six-man tag team match. We had Natural Foxes open the 20 Gate Champions, Kazi Big Blast Shimuchu, and Strong Machine J versus Sea Brats open the Dream Gate Champions, Shun Skywalker, Kai, and Hayo, and then a 15-minute time limit draw. Excuse me. Uh, Yamato defeat Konoma Ishiwaka by submission via cross arm breaker 28 seconds. So they have a rematch where he beats him again. This on 5 minutes 41 since we have knockout. More tag match with Matsuzaki Mochishoki and Don Fuji defeat Kaito Nagino and Yoshihiki Kato via ghetto clutch on Kaito. The limit's 43 seconds. Eight man tag match with D Courage and Dragon Kid to defeat Jinky Horiguchi. Uh, Naruki Doi, Ita, and Takahashi Yoshida via Frog Splash on Horiguchi, 7 minutes and 44 seconds. For the open, the Brave Gate title, Jason Lee defeating the champion Mayor via Maximum Driver, 11 minutes and 49 seconds. And the main event for the open, the Triangle Gate titles, Gold Class is Kota Mayor, BB Hawk, and Ben K retain their titles against M3K via Masakari on Mochizuki Jr., 16 minutes and 58 seconds to retain the titles. That was Dragon Gate. Has my computer just froze? That's great. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So that was Dragon Gate. That wasn't bad. Show. That was night one. Then we go to Stardom's Triangle Derby. Night 14. Yes, yeah, Sean, I do watch a lot of wrestling. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help it, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Uh, so triple threat action on first of three pre-show matches. We have Rina defeat Mayu Amasaki and Hina, five minutes and fifty-three seconds. We have Queen Quest's Yotami Hayashida and Lady C defeating Rebel and Enemy, seven minutes and twenty-five seconds. 
In the final pre-show match, we had Donna, Donna DiMondo, Mike Tekla, and Maya Sakura defeat Club Phoenix and Waka Tsuyokiyama, 10 minutes and 20 seconds. And 10 women tag team matchup. This is the main show. Or a tie defeating Stars, 8 minutes and 20 seconds. First of two semifinal matches. We had the uh, Blue Triangle winners, one of Avenar God's Eye, defeating the Red Triangle winners, two Cosmic Angels, 11 and a half minutes. In the other semifinal match, it was a non-title match. Blue Triangle winners, two R Star and Champs Prominence, defeating the first winners of the Red Triangle block. Seven up at 10 minutes and 31 seconds. They will face Avenar God's Eye in the finals. So after the match, they'll mount, they said they will put their titles on the line in the finals. And then we got Cheer Hero Hashimoto defeating Mika by smashing 8 minutes 52 seconds. Ouch. For the Wonder of Stardom title, Sai Kanatani defeating Hasuki 22 minutes and 40 seconds to retain the Wonder of Stardom title. For the High Speed Ta, Asumi retains against Starlight Kid 17 minutes and 5 seconds. For the World of Stardom title, Juliet versus Maya Yuki Hai ends the double countout 17 minutes and 7 seconds. So Juliet retains because they don't change titles from countouts. Which I think honestly that's a stupid rule, but whatever. <laughs> well, sometimes you can do that if uh like if the stimulus is put in, but honest honestly, in my opinion, I think you should lose the title either way. Yeah. I remember in the NWA in the good old days, if you throw your part over the top rope, you lose your title for God's sakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, John H showed again. <laughs> uh after the match, Tamna Kong challenges her to a role as starting title at All Star Grand Queenum. And then in the finals of the Triangle Derby for the R-Star titles, the Blue Triangle winners two, the champs prominence defeating the Blue Triangle winners one, Avro God's Eye, in 14 minutes and 47 seconds to retain the titles and to win the 2023 Triangle Derby. So that was a fun show. So that was Stardom. Let me close these out. So now we'll go to Wrestling Revolver. They held their drip show. So the first match, we had the Revolver Tone Line Street Fight. Steve Mackle and the champ defeats Rich Swan 10 minutes and 49 seconds for the NWA World Historical Welterweight title in a triple threat match. Uh, Rock Romero, the champion, retains against Jake Christ and Lindsay Dorado, 8 minutes and 12 seconds. One call Manners defeat Crash Jackson, 7 minutes and 54 seconds. For the remix and prestige wrestling title in a 15 minute title limit match, the champions Alex Shelley defeating Matthew Palmer 13 minutes 30 seconds retain both titles. The, in a six person tag team no DQ match, the units JT Dunn, Logan James, and Tyler Matrix defeat Def Dolls, who are the Impact Wrestling Naga Tag Champs, Dress Cup Resume, Ty Factory, 8 minutes and 37 seconds. Batman Fallen defeat Dana Dad, 5 minutes and 3 seconds. Johnny Revolver defeat Ninja Mac, 12 minutes and 1 second. Kushida defeat Jonathan Gresham, 9 minutes and 2 seconds. In the main for the Wrestling Revolver Tag Titles and Triple Threat match, Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz are the Rascals defeat the champions Bullet Club's Ace Awesome Chris Bay. And the second gear crew, Amaze Warren Matthew Justice, 19 minutes and 44 seconds. So that's Wrestling uh, Wrestling Revolver. Now we go to GCW Holy Smokes. Why does that sound like a Scooby-Doo quote? (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me what why uh so gcw john just quick little wrestling history you remember ecw from the good old days not the wwe ecw like ec like paul Heyman's ecw yep it's pretty much just like that it's basically like they had a child pretty much to say the best basically you get everything like normal wrestling they get 
quote what's called deathmatch wrestling. It's basically just you know, like a heart like street fight, like chairs, tables, ladders, and all that. Mm-hmm. They take it basically to the next level. That's why they say it because there's glass, light tubes. Not your big, probably not your cup of tea, but it's like a car accident. You can't help but watch, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so six way scramble, Grand Gringo Loco to be Al Price, Carlos Romero, Graham Reefer, LOL, uh, Jimmy Floyd, Shane Mercer, summits 15 seconds. For the JCW title, Jordan Oliver, the champion, defeating Alex Coggle from New Japan Pro Wrestling to retain title in 18 minutes, 11 seconds. Blake Christian defeating Akira, not Akira Gisela, 9 minutes and 3 seconds. For the extreme title, Joey Janelle retains his targets uh, Finney, 16 minutes and 33 seconds. Uh, Effie defeats Slade, 9 minutes and 19 seconds. For the GCW tag team titles, Los Masados, Cyclops, and Mino Extremo retain against Joe and Jose Maximo of the SAT, 12 minutes and 49 seconds. El Hijo de Fike, you know, defeat Alex Sane, 43 minutes and 3 seconds. For the ultra Final title, Reina Yamashita retains against Casey Kurt, 18 minutes and 55 seconds. Mike Mikey Ito defeating Lofisto, 10 minutes and 44 seconds. And like I was just explaining to John, uh, deathmatch, John Wayne Murdoch defeating Drew Parker, 14 minutes and 50 seconds. So that was GCW. Now we go to NWA USA. Uh, Chris and Dodds Red Ties defeating the Fixers, Bray, Jay Bradley, and Wrecking Ball Lurker Skies, six minutes and 12 seconds. In a women's TV tall tournament qualifying match, Maxi and Perry defeat Natalia Markova by disqualification, five minutes 25 seconds. In the SVGS, Blake Tripp and Jack Stain defeating the Ill Be Gone, Alex Taylor and Jeremiah Plugin in six minutes and 27 seconds. So, you know, the NWA, John, you know who owns that? Just a quick little wrestling history fact again. NWA. The National Wrestling Alliance, yeah. I can't remember who owns it, though. Billy Corgan. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, speaking of NWA, they were supposed to... They have a show in Mexico, them against AAA, but I couldn't find results anywhere. But I guess Corgan said they're basically taken for TV, so I don't have the result. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then the final show for Saturday, we have DDT's Yokohama Unlimited Flying 2 from, yeah, from Yokohama, Japan. So in the opening match, we have Damnation TA, MG Paul, and Canyon defeating Soma Taigo and Kashima Shumi via running body plus 7 minutes 51 seconds. For the Iron Man heavy metalweight title in a battle royal, say that five times fast, uh, Aikido defeating the champion Yoshihiko, KOD tag champion, and Tenma Tenshin Shahima Kachiyumata. Makahito Aoshiri, Chris Brooks, Antonio Honda, Katsuhiki Haria, Saki Akai, Yuki Ino, <clears throat> excuse me, Dan Shuki Dino, Daino, 19 minutes, 7 seconds to win the title. We had Hiroshima and Tori Owasha from Represent Disasters Box, defeating Katsushita Haiguchi and Yuki Ashida from Haramo, Fiat Somoto, 8 minutes, 58 seconds. We had Kigo Nakamura and Haidiki Okitani, defeating Temantachi, Toi Kojima, and Yua. Koroku via double arm suplex nine minutes 16 seconds. We have burning represented by TC and Koroto Suzuki defeating fellow burning members Extreme Team Jun Akayama and Yoroksi Okada via Tiger's driver through 11 minutes and 31 seconds. Ryota Nakatatsuju defeating Tamita Champion and KOD Tag Champ Mile via Fieslayer 12 minutes 52 seconds. And the main event KOD Open Weight Champion Yuji Hino and Yoki Sakiguchi defeating Yoki the number one contender for the Strong Boy 
or sorry, KOD Open Weight title. Yoki Nana in the 2023 D-Generation Cup where Taiji Mazda fit the effing bomb, 13 minutes and 13 seconds. Saturday show, dear. And now we're on to Sunday, since, like I said, couldn't do uh, Revolution as we're recording. It is going on live, but as we record, I've been giving John the update scores. Do you want me just give him the score so far, John, for predictions, or do you want to wait till we topple it on Friday? You'll wait until Friday. Wait till Friday. All right. Well, <laughs> yep. All right. That's that. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also forgot. Uh, Saturday show we had uh West Coast best crew. We had Brett the Threat to be Joe Jewel, L- AJ Gray, Alpha Suit, and Juicy Fano to be Adrian Quest, Danny Rose, and Ricky Gomez. In the finals of the women's title tournament, Masa Slimmer should be Sandra Moon. In six uh, man tag team action, we had Aramas, Ray Horse, and Fanito defeat Black Tours and Lois Vipers. The West Coast Wrecking Crew, Jarrell Jor- Nelson, Royce Isis defeat the Miracle Generation, Dustin Roller, and Colin King. In a no DQ match, Vinny Mercer defeat Ricky Shane Page. Mike Bailey defeat Timothy Thatcher. Brian Keith and Starboy Charlie defeat Ellie Angels, Alan Angels and Kevin Blackwood. And for the West Coast Pro Wrestling Heavyweight on a TLC match, Tyus Alexander retains against Nick Wayne. So that was Saturday's show. Okay, good. Make sure I didn't miss any there. Now we go to Sunday show. So we have today, March 5th. Like I said, the Revolution Revolution show will reveal on Friday. Yes, technically I'm breaking my own rule, but can't talk about while it's live. <laughs> uh, opening match. So we had DDT's Judgment Tour in Nagato. So Kenan defeat Yuki uh, Shida via just cover twist on it in 13 seconds. There we go. In a two, three on two handicap match, we have Paramones, Yuki Ino, and Dan Shoki Dino defeat I- DDT's our man heavyweight middleweight champion, Aikido, Kaihiko Nakamura, and Kazuma Sumi via True Love, 10 minutes and 20 seconds. That's a weird confession name, but whatever. Yuki Sakiguchi and Haigiti Oketani defeat Soma Taigo and Yua Koroku via God's Right Knee, 9 minutes and 38 seconds. We have Burnings to see Endo, Extreme Champion Jun Akiyama, and Yoshi Okada defeat Hiroshima, Kachishu Haiguchi, and the 2023 D Generation Cup winner, Taigi Masta via the Yorkie Moan, 12 minutes and 39 seconds. We had Yoshi Kanda, Tori Owashi, and Hi- Kasuke Hara defeat 10 minute tag champions and KOD tag champs, Mayo and Shima Kachiyuma, and got Gota Aihashi via uh, Cradle, 13 minutes and 13 seconds. And y- Yuko Nada and Chris Brooks via KOD Open Wage and Yuji Ano and Makoto Ayoshi via Backdrop, 16 minutes and 47 seconds. There. Oh, I forgot to mention also. Well, just kind of under Sunday. So we had uh, Dark from Saturday, March 4th. This last night, I forgot to mention. So it's Anthony Bones, Max Cash from Wrestling Declaim, defeating JD Drake and Anthony Hare of the Work Horseman, 5 minutes and 53 seconds. Daniel Garcia defeating Aaron Solo, 6 minutes and 26 seconds. FTW Chamin Hook defeating Pierre Avalon and Nantamach, Match, 48 seconds. In the main event, Lucha Bros and Mark Briscoe defeat the firm's Isaiah Cassidy, Lee Marard, and Matt Hardy. Seven minutes and twelve seconds. That doesn't sound too bad, John. That's that's a quick watch. <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Oh, what'd you think of it? 
Oh, it was pretty good. So if the acclaim were course, what would you give for that one? I like the Lucha Bros. I like the Lucha Bros. Me too. Yeah. I I'd say the out of those four matches, I'd probably say the main event honestly was probably the best match. Yeah. If I'd go in order, I say the main event was the trios match was good. Mm-hmm. I'd probably give that six or seven out of ten. Uh, Garcia and Aaron Solo, I give five or six out of ten. Uh, the opening tag match, I give five, same five or six out of ten. And then the hook Avalon match, like two out of ten. Yeah. I'm gonna give the hook match three out of ten. Ta da. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, quick watch. It I think was, it, was, it was quick. Yeah, well, I think it was like 35 minutes, I think, John, wasn't it? 35, 40 minutes around that area. It was a oh, quick watch. Oh, for the whole for the whole show, yeah. Oh, show, yeah. Yeah, the whole show was, yeah, it was only like a little over a half hour. Oh, yeah, quick watch. Yeah. Didn't even know it was even air until I seen on uh, Twitter, like, oh, yeah, it's on. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I thought they were put down a rundown sheet, but yeah, that was uh, Saturday as well. So back to our Sunday shows. <laughs> uh, did you Oh, here we go. So we start with the New Japan Cup from New Japan World Wrestling. So the open match, Christian Fujita and Television Jim Sachu of TMDK. Defeat number open weight champ Tamatanga and Raya Oyawa via submission double wrist lock, seven minutes fifty-five seconds. Six or nine match about Ruska Taguchi, number open weight six man tag champ, Narita and Shota Umino. Defeating House of Torture in 10 minutes and 4 sides via submission. Both clubs is never open weight, strong open weight champion Kenta. Chase Owens and Ghetto defeat Yuta Nakashima. And op, ne- never open weight 6 minutes 10 champion Strong Saw as El Desperado Marusuki via package Paladar 8 minutes 22 seconds. LIJ's is Bushi, Junior champion Hiro Takahashi and KOPW 2023 champion Shingo Takagi. Defeating Chaos is Leo Rush, Yo, and Toriyano 6 minutes and 12 seconds. Chaos is IWGP Tag Champs Hiroki Go, Yoshihashi, and Yoshihashi team with fellow Chaos member Tomohiro Ishii defeating the Dream Team and Tomohama via Brain Buster 13 minutes and 8 seconds. First of two first round matches of the New Japan Cup. Tatsuya Nair defeat El Fantasmo 17 minutes and 32 seconds. He will face Chase Owens in the second round. And Sanaa defeating Taiji 24 minutes and 27 seconds. Sanaa will face Kenta in the second round as well. There we go. There we go. So today's ransom show, we had a scramble match. We had uh, Al Pride to be Carlos Romero, Gabriel Sky, Gringo Logo, Jimmy Loy, and Yola, 7 minutes 31 seconds. Mike Bailey defeats Shane Mercer, 14 minutes and 42 seconds. For the GCW Tag Team Tall Samori Machine Guns, defeating the Chancellor Masayos, 8 minutes 45 seconds. In a deathmatch match, so some of it should be John Wayne Murdoch, six minutes and 35 seconds. Six woman tag team match with Mikey Ito, Ultra Fine Champion Rian Yamashita, and Fanny defeat Billy Starch, Janai Kai, and Sawyer Wreck, 18 minutes and 56 seconds. For the JCW title, John Oliver retains his title against Blake Christian by disqualification, seven minutes and 58 seconds. For the extreme title, Joey Janela defeating Brandon Kirk, 13 minutes and 38 seconds. And if it's a Fori tag match, the Bang Bros, August Matthews, and David Bang. You can make all the jokes you want. It is pretty funny. Uh, first, second gear crew on call manager Mace Warner versus Wasted Youth versus Young, Dumb, and Broke. Sorry. Uh, and to no contest, 10 minutes and 44 seconds. And the main event, a steel cage match. Alley Cash to beat Charles Manson, 25 and a, ouch, and a half minutes. 
And finally, to close this week's episode here, we'll go to Dragon Gate for their second night of Champions Gate. So the opening match, we had a non-title six-man set. We had the Open Triangle Gate Champions Gold Class defeat Natural Fizer's Jackie Funky Kamei. The new Open the Break Gate Champion Jason Lee Ho Long. 10 minutes and 10 seconds via R301. Six-man tag team, we had M3K defeat Don Fuji, Kogoma, Aishiwaka, and Shahiko Boy via uh, three minutes and two seconds, sorry. In a prop two match, we had Don Fuji for Moshoki Jr. into the double count with three minutes and 52 seconds. C. Brats' Kai and Hayo defeating Jinky Horaguchi and Keijin Tora via Diamond Senton, four minutes and 58 seconds. Six-man tag team match, we had the Dragons, Dragon Kid, and Dia. Teams with Ita defeat Yamato. Noriki Dora and Takahashi Yoshida Fiat Frying Fried Cradle 10 minutes 31 seconds. The open the Triangle Gate Tiles 101 as the champions Kaize and Big Boss Mojo retains against the 2023 Raid Prey House winners. The Courage 15 minutes and 51 seconds via Big Boss Press. And the main event for the Open the Dream Gate title, Shun Skywalker retains against Draw Machine J 20 minutes and 54 seconds via Jackknife Cradle. And that is our show. Like I said, me and Joe will be back Friday to review uh, Revolution. We'll give our thoughts and tell us our prediction scores. But, John, thanks for being on like usual. Yes. No, it was a, definitely uh, definitely some good shows there, this, this run. Yes. So, yep, we'll be back Friday to review, like I said, Revolution. And the show's from Monday through Thursday. Have a good night and stay safe. Night.